Ah, yes, yes. Welcome to Zenful Conversations and thank you, thank you, thank you for coming by. Thank you for supporting this community for women, for sharing your beautiful energy here and making it quite a lovely space. Thank you so much for your contribution. So the message that we're listening to this year, that we're receiving this year, is offered to us by Mark Nepo. And the book is The Book of Awakening, described as having the life you want by being present to life you have. This New York Times bestseller asks us to drop inward. It's truly asking us to practice. This is a deepening, a strengthening, um, a cherishing. It's go this this year's conversation practiced daily is really going to have a profound effect on who we become. And we'll just go ahead and start with that Zen saying, because this is everything. This is why we're here. Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. So we ask ourselves, what's the difference or what is the point? If both before and after involve doing the same exact things. And the difference is not in the being. I'm sorry, the difference is in the being, not in the doing. It's in the being, not in the doing. The difference is not in what is being done, but who is doing it. This is about who we will become. Jim Rohn, the late great Jim Rohn also had something similar to this that I've said multiple times in the conversations over the past five years. And one of them, he was talking to a gentleman and, and he told the gentleman, he said, you know, you need to become a millionaire. And the guy said, well, of course I do. Don't we all need a million bucks? And Jim Rhodes said, well, perhaps that's true, but that's not why. Who you become is why. The choices we have to make in order to have that happen. So that about our goals, it's about who we become. And it's important. Because the difference is not in what is being done, but who is doing it. And that's powerful. That's powerful. So the message we're offered today, this day number 1817, is titled, The Spider and the Sage. The Spider and the Sage. 
I would rather be fooled than not believe. In India, there is a story about a kind, quiet man who would pray in the Ganges River every morning. One day after praying, he saw a poisonous spider struggling in the water and cupped his hands to carry it ashore. As he placed the spider on the ground, it stung him. Unknowingly, his prayers for the world diluted the poison. The next day, the same thing happened. On the third day, the kind man was knee deep in the river. And sure enough, there was a spider, legs frantic in the water. It was the spider, not a spider, the spider, legs frantic in the water. As the man went to lift the creature yet again, the spider said, why do you keep lifting me? Can't you see I will sting you every time because that is what I do? And the kind man cupped his hands about the spider replying, because that is what I do. Because that's what he does. There are many reasons to be kind, but perhaps none is as compelling as the spiritual fact that it is what we do. It is how the inner organ of being keeps pumping. Spiders sting, wolves howl, Ants build small hills that no one sees. And human beings lift each other, no matter the consequence, even when other beings sting. Some say this makes us a sorry lot that never learns. But to me, It holds the same beauty as berries breaking through the ice and snow every spring. It is what quietly feeds the world. Getting goosebumps and chills. After all, the berries do not have any sense of purpose or charity. They are not altruistic or self-sacrificing. They simply grow to be delicious because that is what they do. As for us, if things fall, we will reach for them. 
If things break, we will try to put them together. If loved ones cry, we will try to soothe them. Because that is what we do. I have often reached out and sometimes it feels like a mistake. Sometimes, like the quiet man lifting the spider, I have been stung. But it doesn't matter because that is what I do. That is what we do. It is the reaching out that is more important than the sting. In truth, I'd rather be fooled than not believe. Oh my goodness, the the power in these messages. I hope you're feeling it too. So what in this message? Hey. I think it's when the man cupped his hands for that last time. The the spider said, why do you keep lifting me? Can't you see I will sting you every time because that is what I do? And the kind man cupped his hands about the spider, replying, because that is what I do. This is being who we want to be. Releasing the attachment of what or why. Expectation of what or why. It's about who we are. That's why it's so important. That's why I started this year, wanted to start this year with those messages from Dr. Darcy. The five, the five principles of self-love practice. Number one, principle number one is to care about how you feel. Care about how you feel has nothing to do with who's going to receive it, how they're going to receive it. If they sting you afterwards, this is about who we are. Self-love principle for the practice of self-love principle number two is to let your inner guidance be your highest authority. Those two alone will work wonders in your world. Absolute wonders. This is about who we become. Our practice is up to us. Not what it should be. What it could be what it could be, 
if we practiced more, what could it be? It doesn't mean we have to sit in silence as practice. Showing up here is part of your practice, absolutely. This message this year is part of our practice. It doesn't matter because that is what I do. That is what we do. It is the reaching out that is more important than the sting. The meditation we're offered to help cement this in us says to recall a time when you were kind for no reason. Personally, I really like that. I don't like having a reason. To me, it changes the energy a little bit. I don't really like ulterior motives. Recall a time when you were kind for no reason. It could have been as simple as picking up what a stranger dropped or leaving an apple in the path of hungry birds. Just recall a time when you were kind for no reason. Meditate on what such acts have done for you. What have these acts done for you? After being kind, have you felt lighter, more energized, younger, more open in your heart? What do these acts of kindness do for you? Enter your day not trying to consciously be kind, but rather with a kind outlook that allows you to naturally be who you are and do what you do. These are delicious messages this year. I couldn't be more pleased with the, the, the book that kept calling. I had this book. I think I've had it for a couple years. And I'll tell you, last year I searched I book after book and nothing was really feeling right. This one kept saying, pick me, pick me. And I looked at it and I'm like, boy, it looks too simple. I don't know. And it just kept saying, pick me, pick me. I finally said, I'm going with it. And that's what we did. And I'm so thrilled. Journaling prompt. Let's see what the journaling prompt is for this day 18. Our true purpose here on earth is revealed bit by bit, moment 
by moment. Our true purpose here on earth is revealed bit by bit, moment by moment. Our journaling prompt, our question, what words of advice would your 80-year-old self give you now? What words of advice would your 80-year-old self give to you now? I'm going to say we need to probably be a little bit older than 80. Let's say our 90-year-old self. What words of advice would this future you give you now? Seriously, if you were to write a letter from her to you currently now, what insight would she shed on it, on the situation? What would she say? What words of advice would she give to you? What would she say? I've been working with this one myself because there's a little bit of my my older self and my current self, my present self, have a little bit of a different of opinion. And I believe they're in some kind of uh we're coming to some kind of happy medium between the two. Because neither one of them are backing down. It's, it can help us know what we want. Yesterday I spoke of the book the top five regrets of the dying by Bronnie Ware. And she was an Australian nurse that um, accompanied the dying um, so she she started having conversations with these people that were dying in her care uh, in a hospice type situation right and the same same top regrets kept coming up she would have wonderful conversations in fact the book is loaded with conversations that she had um and i I just find it interesting that i want to i want to share the five top five regrets The first one is, I wish I had had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. So this is not about who receives, who stings, whatever the outcome. This is about who's doing it. This is principle self-love principle for self-love practice number two 
Make your inner guidance your highest authority. We know what we want. Regret number two is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. The chapters are purpose and intention and simplicity. Regret number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. No guilt, gifts in disguise. Regret number four is I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. True friends, allow yourself. Regret number five is I wish I had let myself be happier. Happiness is now a matter of perspective. No regrets. Smile and no. <sighs> Powerful message this year. The spider and the sage. I would rather be fooled than not believe. What do we think about that? What do we think about that? Recall a time when you were kind for no reason. And then think about what that did for you. I like how it makes me feel. When I'm kind, out it goes has to come through me to go out. So I feel it in every cell of my body. And it elevates us so high. So entering our day, not trying to consciously be kind, but rather with a kind outlook that allows us to naturally be who we are and do what we do. Beautiful. Thank you again, Mark Nepo. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for sharing your love here. If you're available today at 4 p.m. Eastern, please come on by to this therapeutic journaling workshop for women. And deep in honest gratitude. Let me know if you have any questions. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.